It was Sunday after church, and all my chores were done. I was sitting on the stoop of our home trying to think what to do. It was that time of day when the birds were getting ready to be quiet, and the toady frogs were starting to get louder with that chirpity sound they make most of the night. I wondered if it would be worth it to go fishing for an hour before it got dark. I got that question answered when Cooter came walking up the road waving at me. Evening, Eli. Evening, Cooter. What you doing, Eli? I was thinking about getting old Flapjack and going fishing. You want to come? Uh-uh. I got something that's more interesting than watching you fish. I got a mystery. This might not be so good. I ain't trying to be disrespectful about my best friend. But there are lots of things that Cooter sees as being mysterious that most folks understand real easy. I asked him anyway, what's the mystery? I was cutting through Medea's truck patch and seen some tracks that I ain't never seen before. Well, what kind of tracks? Were they big? Uh-uh. They's long and wiggly. I followed them, but they disappeared in the grass. Cooter's pretty good at tracking, so maybe this was a mystery after all. Let's go. We got to Cooter's home, opened the gate, and went round back to his mother's truck patch. Cooter was right. There, amongst the rows of his ma's beets and corn and green peas, were some of the strangest markings I'd ever seen. I studied them real close. They were long and skinny and in six wiggling lines. Two of them were a good bit thicker than the rest. They started on one side of Cooter's ma's truck patch, went clean through her vegetables, then disappeared in the grass. I got on my hands and knees to really give him the eye, then told Cooter, You got me. I ain't never seen such tracks nowhere. Let's ask my pa once he comes out the field. But before we had a chance to ask Paul, the preacher came walking down the road in front of Cooter's. He ain't at all like a common preacher that's got a church or nothing, but he tells anyone that will listen that he's the right reverend Deacon Dr. Zephariah Connerly III, and that he's the most educated, smartest man anywhere around. Instead of saying all those names, me and Cooter just call him the preacher. He leaned on Cooter's fence and called, Evening, boys. Evening, sir. Hot one today. Why aren't you two off swimming? Cooter said, We trying to solve us a mystery, sir. Really? And what would that be? I told him, It's some kind of animal tracks we ain't never seen before, sir. Where are they? The preacher opened the gate, walked into the truck patch, squatted down, and peered at the tracks just as sharp as I'd done. He took a jackknife out of his pocket and dug a little scoop of dirt out of one of the tracks. He looked at it so close that his eyes started to go crossed. I quit breathing, and my blood ran cold when all of a sudden he shouted, Lord, have mercy. The preacher quick stood up and looked all around him the way you would if someone screamed out, Wolf! Me and Cooter looked, too. Who wouldn't have? The preacher said, like he's talking to himself, No, no, no. 
I knew this was going to happen. I just prayed it wouldn't be this soon. Me and Cooter called out together. What? What was going to happen? The preacher looked like his best friend just got killed. I warned them they had to check out those new free folks better. And now somebody's accidentally toted some of those horrible creatures up here. I noticed that instead of folding up his knife, the preacher kept it open. Then worst, he held on to it like he was fixing to stab something. I said, what somebody towed up here, sir? Hoop snakes. He said it in a low, hissing way that told you whatever kind of snake this was, you didn't want to run up on one. Cooter's eyes scanned right and left. What? What's a hoop snake, sir? Being any kind of snake was enough for me to start getting nervous. But the preacher made matters a whole lot worse when he said, I suppose I have to tell you. But I don't want this to get any further than the three of us. He used his boot to rub most of the tracks out of the dirt. I said, please, sir, tell us what you mean. The preacher started talking but never looked at me direct. He was too busy eyeing the road in the woods. Down home, there's a vile breed of snake called a hoop snake. Not only can it outrun a racehorse, it's been known to kill a fully grown bear with one bite. I looked at Cooter and hoped that I weren't looking scared as him. The preacher went on. They look like near any other snake, except for one thing. What? They have the habit of sticking their tails in their mouths, then biting themselves. That don't make no sense. That don't make no sense at all. If what the preacher was saying was true, these snakes sure ain't too sharp-minded. I said, how they gonna bite you if they're clapping down on their own tails, sir? Good question, Elijah. But they don't hold their tails when they're ready to bite. They hold them when they're ready to chase after you. <laughs>